Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. We're here with Paolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bali is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's <laughs> a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 5. So let's raise a glass and start spilling the GNT Podcast Click. The reason I was laughing was because we didn't say professional for the Profe- first time in weeks. Oh, no. <gasps> Naomi Carter, her influence lives on. It's, you know, she's there. She's really, really she, professional at the end of the day. She, um, you know, she's really, really professional. At the end of the day. Okay, at the end of the day. <laughs> okay, she's really, really. Okay? What a sweetheart. What a no. sweetheart. Uh, everyone, welcome back to Spilling the Ginty Podcast. You know what we do? We review live. One take. Because that's all we need. One, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because yeah. even if we've recorded it, it's complete shite it's our shite do you know what sometimes like for example last week last week we were talking about you know what kate's going home like they're just not featuring her and then the bitch won and, and then, then sometimes i'm like babe should we just should we re- should we re-record the beginning <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, should we re-record the should beginning because we... like now we just sound like idiots but Try no and sound clever no because <laughs> i want us to sound honest i always want us you know even if they think we're wrong or, or whatever even if we think we're wrong it doesn't mm-hmm. matter this is how we f- this is i said i felt i know i know okay this is how we feel in the moment and this is what we're going off we're not going to change our opinion because all of a sudden something happened i always love the idea of doing um we only did it once and then do you know what that's there's lots yeah. of youtubers out there who we do don't, we, really, we really no longer well. we don't talk about that tom we don't talk about that <laughs> yeah. okay, that one time we don't talk about that what? we don't talk about that we don't talk about that um no the the idea of doing like an hour version of a season where it's judged according to us i mean i mean we still would have rated kate as the winner last week um but we only did it once with the first season of character's drag race and i i i just like the idea of doing that again for certain seasons not so much this season but other seasons where we really heavily disagreed with the judging Mm -hmm. you know absolutely yep but you know we always give it to you you know straight Mm. because how ironic um, (laughs) (laughs) how bitterly bitterly ironic we always give it to you straight and (laughs) i think there's an honesty in the way that we podcast. We, do we our don't, best, don't we? You know, like some, like for example, and this is why I like to watch the show in segments. Mm-hmm. This is why I like the way that we podcast, how we talk about it as we go through, keeping in mind how we think and feel, mm-hmm. how our emotions are in real mm-hmm. time. Because, for example, had we, if we did what, no, I'm, I'm not, there's not to read anyone else. Well, it sounds like you're about who, to. No, but I'm not. <laughs> but anyone else that podcast reviews. But sometimes we have an, an inhibition to want to be right and want to be so expert at what we talk about in the podcast mm-hmm. that we, we, we kind of change our thoughts uh-huh, after uh-huh. watching something okay right you yeah, know yeah. to to really be in consensus mm-hmm. with how the show or how an event has come out right so we for example we may have watched it and thought you know what we knew kate was going to win we knew she's going to be it. and mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. and we wouldn't have spoken the way that we would have in the beginning of the podcast. In terms of our predictions of the yeah, next few episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We wouldn't have been so honest about it with, without the fear of being in inverted commas wrong because it's not. This is this is this is what we think and feel in the moment. This is what we think 
given what we see, given the feelings that we, you know, giving the mm-hmm. cues and, and just, you know, from my own opinion and yours, this is what we see yeah. happening. So I like the way that we podcast because, you know what, maybe something else eventually, maybe something else happens, mm. but we still, I still sit in what I say. I well, absolutely do. I think the, the biggest surprise last week really was based on, you know, what we saw was uh, Michael and Cara being in the bottom. Yeah, you know what, and I still am surprised about I that. I stand by that. I stand by that. Let's I, talk about our feelings about that actually a week's gone by tom do you you know when we podcast we podcast real time we keep mm. it real we keep it 100 we keep some 100 okay 100 we keep yeah well, we that was whose accident was that i kind of wanted down to essex <laughs> so we keep it 100 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's right, because Jiggly is from Essex. Yeah, that's yeah. right. She, yes, she was on Tarry that time. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the question? Sorry. Um, yeah. Do we do we stand by? Yeah, absolutely. I I do. I do think, and I base a lot of this on and the kind of like the the preparedness and the professionalism that also went into. RuPaul said very pointedly, "Which one made me laugh." She laughs every time Tamara opens her mouth. Tamara's fantastic. She's charismatic. She's a fabulous queen. Doesn't mean that like she and Dee Dee uh, put in the most work and like did the best job in my opinion. It, you can you mentioned Nina and Tina from um, season nine. It was very that. Like you can sit there and laugh about it, but was a good professional job done? No, yeah. I don't think so. Um, but you know. Kara and Michael, I thought, you know, I saw Michael being the usual, like, standout professional that Michael is. And Kara really stepped it up, I thought, in terms of delivering comedy. Yeah. I was surprised and disappointed to see them in the bottom. But we are not the alleged judges of the show. I am absolutely with you there. Mm-hmm. And I stand by what I say and felt in the moment. Kara mm-hmm. and Michael, I don't think they deserve to be in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Given the performance, and this is taking away anything. I'm not trying to say that one queen's better than another. I'm not. I'm just Absolutely saying, not. based purely on the mix on the challenge, day. Yep. the performances that I would have put in the bottom were not Michael or Kara Mm-mm. at all. And we always make that, you know, that reference to, you know what. Yes, sometimes people, when they don't know what to do or they, when it comes to an acting scene, sometimes they think they're producing volume and <laughs> filling up space yeah. is a performance. And if I want to take it to the extreme, do you remember Vanjie and um, Plastique? Um, I'd rather not, but okay. Do you remember in, in that improv challenge? In that improv challenge yeah, yeah, where yeah. they immediately were like, we don't know what we're doing. Let's just fight and get loud and get like, you know, really rowdy. and get into a fight. super quick as well. That's, yeah, yeah. That's what you do when you don't know, when you lose control of a script or when you lose control of a scene. When you start to go into that whole, and then get into fighting and just being loud for the sake of it, you've lost it. You've mm-hmm. you've lost the performance. You've now that's it's a desperate act. And when you and that's to the extreme of it. So when you look at the performances from last week, mm-hmm. Michael and Kara gave a quite solid performance in storyline. I agree. I agree more than. DD and Tamara. It's not to say that they were uncontrolled. I'm just saying that when you're looking at the quality of performance all around, the and bottom two weren't, shouldn't have been the bottom two. And in the end, Tamara and Didi did produce something that was, was entertaining and made people laugh. And that's great. But I just, I just, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, um, I wouldn't have kept them out the bottom of that episode. Anyway, 
We're back in the workroom, aren't we? It's back another in the workroom. Week. Everyone has a badge except for Dee Delicious. Now, we do know ahead of time that it's a makeover episode. Obviously, we saw the teaser last week, and maybe we'll get into our thoughts on who will do well this week in a moment. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Michael's really emotional, having survived the lip sync. It really strikes me that Michael and Cara had developed a friendship, a mutual respect. They enjoyed working together, and it was tough to be in the bottom two together. Uh, I've kind of seen that from Cara's exit interviews as well. Um what was what was the general feel of her exit interviews from what you've Cara, seen? Um, that she was quite proud of her performance and didn't feel like it was her time to go. But she also came across as like calm and professional, not bitter in any way. Um, she's she's <laughs> it was funny that everybody seems to bring up the whole Vicky and Banksy thing. Cara and Banksy seem to be on good terms. Um, not so much um, Vicky with Cara or Banksy by the sounds of it, but. I'm sure they'll work it out and we'll, we'll wait for the reunion. Wait for the reunion. I don't really do them on the UK, unfortunately. Well, well they, you know, who was it? Um, OTS Madison T. is doing Madison that kind of drag con and does, stuff now. Yeah, isn't does she? that kind of one. Mm. So maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll see. Yeah. No, but, but Kara came across as classy in her exit interviews, I thought. Um, I, I think there's like a big presence missing from the workroom now. What do you think? We have not watched enough. To see what presence um, or lack of presence is to be felt yet. Okay, okay. I mean, we've seen so, this, the queens come in, and I'm yeah. kind of already missing Cara. I just thought Absolutely. she was. So we have the seen presence. the first. We have seen the first part of it. I'm um, going into the workroom, and we can. What we can discuss is that you're right. Michael was a bit emotional. Mm-hmm. I would have thought also there would have been a bit of anger. I I want to know. If she felt that it was justified, now, I'm yet to hear her thoughts on it. Maybe it's not going to come. Maybe she's too professional. That I think she's too professional to betray that. I think she's allowing her feelings to be known that she was upset to be in the bottom with Kara, as anybody would be. But, you know, she's keeping it classy. She's keeping it professional. She's not turning the uh, the her anger towards anybody. I think, you know, Michael's a pro. She's been in the industry a while. She knows that it's not the other girls making these decisions. Uh, uh, you know what? Yeah. 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 She's coming across very, very level-headed. Absolutely. Despite what just happened. I do love Dee Dee saying, actually, Mama, <laughs> <laughs> I thought Kara was going to... Dee Dee. Yeah. I thought Kara was going to stay because she won the lip sync. <clears throat> and, I, and, I'll, and I'll say it again. Yes. In my opinion, Kara won the lip sync. We disagreed but- on that. Yes, well, you know, one of us performs in one of us. Um, <laughs> one of us is a psychiatrist. It's an admirer of performances. So, you know, let's weigh up. Let's weigh up. One of us is also whose fa- voice you should be. One of us is to. familiar with British eighties pop music, and one of us is not. Tom, it, I I hear every single piece of music. Who when is I'm Sam a dancer. Fox? Do you even know? Oh, am I not on her level? <laughs> no, you're not on. I her am not level. on her level. You're not on Sam Fox. Okay, level. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> um, for me, Cara won the lip sync, but I just can't, for the life of me, justify Michael being in the bottom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought that was completely wrong. So regardless if Cara, you know, did a you know round-off backhand spring, round-off backhand spring, <laughs> full-twisting layout, you know, like in Bring It On, or she defied gravity and started flying. It still <laughs> like doesn't. It still doesn't change the fact that Michael shouldn't have been there. Yeah. 
So, so very, very happy that Michael. It really the was a swan song for Kara. Of, of, it really was. You're like, okay, come on, just just do the best, but leave on a high because mm. it's it really wasn't fair. And I I would have come out, and you know what, I would have like she did. I would have held my composure. But when Didi, who I would have thought, you know, for example, if I thought Didi should have been in the bottom <laughs> and she opened her mouth, know, yes. you know, and targeted that volume yeah. at me and said, actually, I thought Kyra should have been, the, you know, she should have won. I would have been like, actually, Didi, yeah. uh, you should have been lip syncing against Kyra. And I think she would have sent you home, Miss Wanna Be Lip Sync. You know, I would have gone, I would have gone off. You'd have gone off. I, I would have gone off if someone who should have been in the bottom tried to tell me. Anything. I mean, you, you, you will <laughs> sit down and shut the hell up, girl. Is what I would have... Sit your ass down and shut the hell up, bitch. I mean, um, I think it was uh, very bold of Didi to pop her head above the parapet yeah. at that moment. Didi, <laughs> just, just, you just. Do you know what though? Didi is she's she's just lovely TV. She just like creates these little moments, and uh, she I do love her. Um, you know what, Didi. Diddy is just so happy to be there. I just oh, I have this yeah. feeling that she's living her dream. I think she really is. She she loves drag and she's having a great time. Obviously, congratulations to Kate Butch as well. Um, it's really, really like we've been saying for weeks, Kate has been near the top several times and deserving of a win. And this week she really several. got Several. Oh, we had this debate last week, dear. Several times. I loved her in the snatch game. She was great in the panels. You just and she's great you, in the panto. You just speaking absolutes, don't you? Mm. You speaking absolute vodka. That's what it is, Tom. <laughs> Come through, <laughs> Jeffrey Moran. Okay, pass around party bottom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, don't bottom shame here. Oh, absolutely not. We do not bottom shame. Thank you very much. <laughs> we embrace bottoms and tops and all sorts. Yes. Anyway, um, right. So, should we get into the episode? All right, it's makeovers. And because Kate Butch won last week, mm-hmm. she gets to, in inverted commas, <laughs> choose, closed inverted commas, who is paired up with who. She's invited into production's machinations. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think we're in agreement that Kate didn't really play much of a role in who was paired up here. I mean, come on. It was pre-selected. Mm-hmm. It was pre-selected the way that this went about. She she had no advantage having one last week. She didn't, didn't get to choose her own. Um, so, who where are they from? They're from some hotline. They're from um, Switchboard, an LGBT um, support hotline, which is lovely. Have you heard of them before today? I've not, actually. But it seems like a really fabulous organization, um, I guess, offering support to... People from all across the rainbow, um, whenever they need it. Well, there it is. Wonderful. Thank you for your services. And well, stuff like this is often run by volunteers, so there might be volunteers, which is fab. So they are the um, the participants mm-hmm. who are going to be involved with the makeovers, the muses, if you will, the muse. Mm. We are the muse. <laughs> I'm trying to think Hercules. Oh, okay. You mean Hercules? <laughs> I thought you'd been Candy Muse. Um, she is the one and only Muse she Mama. She is the only Muse only, Mama. She is the one and only Muse Mama. Now, <laughs> look. Let's just look at who they were paired with. Because let's just let's just for the sake of it, mm-hmm. you know, let's just let's just be naive. 
No, let's not. Let's not. Let's just call it what it is. Let's look at who each of them will pair up with. Can we also think about skill sets going into it as well and who we think will do well, but also their muse and how well their muse might work with them? All right. Yeah? Yeah. Michael Maruli has a, or if I was to describe him, a, an older gentleman. He describes himself as a DILF. As a DILF. And he's a retired um, builder. You know, I always feel like titles like DILF mm-hmm. should be um, given and someone says it about someone and you don't you don't present yourself as a DILF. Do you know what I mean? What? Hi, I'm a MILF. No, 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 <laughs> no, it's not like, you Unless know. Unless you jinx monsoon. Um, <laughs> Seattle's youngest MILF. No, I don't know. He came, he came up with really nice, fun energy. And I, I actually think energetically he and Michael are a good match. Okay. I, I can see... Um, so, like, like I'm going to give my opinion. I obviously I think Michael is on a un- podcast. On a <laughs> what <laughs> unsolicited? Um, so Michael, I think, is really polished, top to toe, has a really distinctive mug. Um, hair always on point, padded. Hell, 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 padded for the gods. Gorgeous, beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. Um, so I think Michael has the resources here to do a good job. Michael's been in the biz for 15 years. I would imagine she's done a makeover or two. I could be wrong. Um, and I just think I'm kind of like remembering the, uh, the makeovers of the, um, older gentleman on season two of us and how raven bonded with her gen and there was this beautiful storyline and they had a great time together i can kind of imagine that unfolding here okay what do you think i haven't we so everyone i want you to know that we've only seen up to the point where they've been matched with them we don't know anything about who they're matched with we haven't seen any connections in there what we're doing now is looking at who they've been paired up with physically and seeing with a makeover how that will work out what you need For to understand me, about me though is that i'm really good at reading energy and auras absolutely yeah yeah so yeah um, i'm sharing my gift with you yeah, call it Reiki. Call it Reiki. <laughs> Tom's got you know top Reiki energy. Uh huh. She she can just sense it. Just you know, it just it. The energy talks to her. Mm-hmm. The energy talks to Tom. I commune with the spirits Tom, and the divine. Tom is energy. Possibilities. Look, if if I had to look at look across the board, um, I would have thought that this would have been quite difficult because you know, with an older person comes. Older skin, usually in there. A lot of the times, they are harder to apply makeup onto <laughs> and all of that. So I'm just thinking about, like, you know, for a makeover, the challenges that could arise. If anyone here could do it, it would be Michael. It would only be Michael. I can't see any of anyone else there being able to transform an older, lovely Dolph. So I, I agree with you that there are more challenges and on several levels, really, in terms of working with, you know, less youthful skin, a different body type, that kind of thing. But I agree. I think Michael could be the girl for the job. I I do think, well, can we move on to Didi then? Because I yeah. just got thoughts yeah. about Didi. Uh, I'll ask you, actually, because I've got my own thoughts. What do you think about Didi going into this challenge? Let me just go over across the board first. I want to say okay. that... For Michael Maruli and Ginger, in my opinion, purely on face value and the aesthetic, them two got quite traditional looking men. Ginger has a beard. We have a Delph with Michael. And when I compare it to everyone else, when I look at who 
Dee is paired with, when I look at who Tamara is paired with, when I look at Ginger, uh, sorry, who Kate's paired with, I just feel like they, compared to them two, won the lottery. They, um, Dee Dee has a lovely looking, I would say, twink twonk. So I've got thoughts, actually. So he's, he's a handsome guy. But he does have the bone structure of a handsome man. That's it. So many queens have made the mistake in the past of of seeing a handsome guy and thinking, he's a pretty pearl. This is going to be a fab makeover. There are certain facial proportions on a guy who looks, you know, handsome that don't necessarily work as well for drag. Exactly. Which is why I wouldn't look good in drag because I'm too oh. traditionally beautiful. Well... It's been said many a time. Beautiful. <laughs> He's beautiful. 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 Um, you know, it's such a handicap for you, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what I think is when you look at this gentleman, he's actually got quite a strong jaw, quite a masculine brow. The, he's handsome and there are elements here that Didi's going to have to work a bit harder for, actually. Having said that, Didi's one of the best makeup artists here. Didi's mm-hmm. a great hairstylist. Didi pads beautifully. Didi's got some gorgeous garments. Didi has the gowns, re- beautiful gowns. Gowns, beautiful gowns. Didi has the resources for a really good makeover, I think. And I actually think this could be her chance to shine. Oh. This late in the game, yes, she might be getting I think I could say she could even win. Cause she's got right. the skills to do a great transformation here. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'm thinking I I just kind of mention obviously I've got my little scoring system for makeovers and I think about hair and makeover hair hair and makeup, family resemblance, connection slash performance, because sometimes they give them a little task to do, outfit and transformation. I wonder Dee Dee seems she says herself she's like a blushing schoolgirl. Is she gonna be a bit distracted because she fancies um what's his name, sorry? Uh Jamie rather than focusing on, like, building a bond and a connection. Like Detox with her makeover partner in um, season five. Hmm, I, I don't know. For me, I don't know what she's like. I think we're going to see that as they interact. But for me, when it's business, Tom, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're the, the hottest thing ever mm. and it's a competition. I just want to win. That's it. <laughs> then come in and make friends, Tom. <laughs> I would not like to see myself on a reality TV competition show. I would not. I would not. I think that they would have a field day editing me out to be such a super villain. I, I just <laughs> not think, just a villain. Not not a villain. A super villain because I I can be quite competitive. Can you? And I, and I can be so laser focused. Um, like today, today at the gym, someone beat me. At the and. gym, at, at, a, at like a workout. They, they beat me at a workout. And I was just so, I, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, there's no way he's cheating. And I'm, I'm so convinced he's cheated. You often come home and tell me that so-and-so has cheated that, at the gym. That's the, only, that's the only way I can justify someone beating me. <laughs> Is it, it's not that I wasn't good enough. Is they were cheating? And I was trying to find out where are they cheating? Um, I Did mean, you get your answers? No, no. Because were you looking so, for evidence? I don't. No, like because I because I because I, I believe in my instincts, and they're telling me he's cheating, and that's it. <laughs> and, I, and I go with it. I go with it because well, I'm not the problem. It's him. It's him. That's the winner. All I need to hear. So yeah, you you know what? I can't wait to see what Didi does. But yeah, I do want to say that Tamara and Kate have been touched by angels. So obviously, because they yeah. have just been given two 
gorgeous looking oh, succulent like fountain of youth faces that oh, they don't even need lip gloss they don't even need foundation they look good as they are they've got you know lovely what? fam ladies if they? if they if they if this up i don't know i i don't know well, what else to say they can they can't get it wrong they cannot get it wrong let's think about it because one thing that can be lacking in this kind of situation is the transformation element yeah let's think about their individual skills kate wonderful talented gorgeous queen consistent critique all season has been she needs to work on her hair and makeup skills i think she paints a lovely mug on herself but does she have the skills to translate that on somebody else also, her wigs are not as elevated and styled as some of the other girls. RuPaul clocked her flappy lace in the acting challenge last week. I mean, I'm a bit worried for Kate, to be honest, but she has been thrown a bone. Yeah. I a a just, rather gorgeous what, feminine bone. What I want you to imagine is this, because... I think you were already saying before, like, everyone knows Kate is not the makeover queen. Yeah, mm-hmm. she, um, I mean, people will argue that she's barely got herself down. Um, and now she has to put it on someone else. <laughs> now, um, that's just what I'm, you know, that's just what I'm guessing. That's word on saying. the street. Yeah, word. It's not your opinion, yeah. it's word on yeah. the street. <laughs> the birds have been talking now, mama. <laughs> Why are you squirping like a tripping like a bird fall? And then, as you said before, like Tamara, Tamara only needs a lip gloss, not even lashes, and she looks amazing. I love Tamara's mug. She's a glamazon. She's severe. She doesn't need to do much. And so it makes me wonder, can you imagine if Tamara or Kate got the guys, for example, that Michael got? Yeah, it no, would have, absolutely. It would be an immediate, they're going home. So there is something happening behind the scenes mm-hmm. with a, a bone has definitely been, been chucked. They have definitely been, Tamara and Kate have definitely been chucked a bone. Tamara doesn't, had a lot either and a lot of her outfits stunning as she looks on the runway have been underwear um slash two pieces slash nappies <laughs> just generally kind of but like she flaunting. sells it. i mean she flaunts that body and so she should tamara um, tamara is a saleswoman on that runway she really is she i i mean wow she just serves Face, face, body, body, hair, body, face. She, she just knows how to. She can, she can, she, she can walk out there in a diaper. Okay, <laughs> that's how good she is. And she has walked out there in a diaper. And they'd be like, Tamara, your smile and is like, beautiful. They're like, Tamara, congratulations. You're the winner of this week's challenge. Tamara, congr- congratulations. You have won. You're the winner of season, season five. Every pulse track race. Exactly. It. I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah. We'll see what happens there. The, the queen we've not mentioned is Ginger. I'm kind of not worried about Ginger. Again, Ginger's another veteran of the craft. Oh, Ginger has four horcruxes. She she <laughs> she is fine. She's fine. She but, does. She doesn't even need to do that. If I was her, I'd, just, I'd, I'd be like, you know what? We're good. Just let's down. Let's talk. You 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 just walk out there like this. Go go up there and just be comfortable. Okay, I've got, I'm fine. We're fine. We got this. <laughs> Skill set wise, she's one of the better seamstresses in the cut. I really like Ginger's mug as well. It's very transformative. So I think Ginger, like, you know, we're talking about the guy having a beard. Like, 
Do you know what the thing is about beards? You can shave them off. Like, the beard isn't staying on that guy's face, on Rodrigo's face. The beard makes a great before and after. That's the thing. That's the thing. And it makes... It's the easiest before and after. We don't... Think about Roxy Andrews. Absolutely. Roxy killed it. You know, transformed that cute little bear into a fully-fledged member of the House of Andrews. Who was the one that had to shave off their beard? And then we were like, oh, girl, you shaved it for no reason because you look... The, the transformation was so bad. Was it Down Under season two? Was it Down Under? Was it the whole family, remember? And there was the young chap who brought his whole family along. And no, I don't think that was it. Um, Someone had to shave their beard. And then after the transformation, I thought, he shaved their beard for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he shaved their beard for no reason. <laughs> because it was not worth it. it like, not pay off. You glue those hairs back on that face. <laughs> um, no. So, and looking at this chap, obviously, at Rodrigo, you never know what's under a beard. Having said that, he doesn't look like he's got really dominatingly masculine features in a way. So, I, I think Ginger, so, and Ginger's mug is really transformative. We know that Ginger out of drag and Ginger in drag, they could be two different people. So she's got the skills. She's got the skills. All right. Should we... What I want to do is I want to see the energy. I want to see how they interact. The energy. So the energy. The energy. So let's have a look in the workroom, Tom. So in the workroom, we're starting to get a bit more information. Yeah. Um, energies, feelings, conversations. Energy, energy. Going on between each of the pairings. Yeah. What, what have you spotted? What, what are you sensing? What are you feeling? Well, I guess first and foremost, I just think that they're really a lovely bunch, um, these these uh, makeover participants. The, the, the work they do is so, so valuable, and they seem like really lovely people. Um, I guess that the person who I think... Uh, they had such an interest. Well, they all had interesting stories to tell, but I was really drawn to Peter and Peter's bond with Michael, even before, you know, we've not seen the makeovers on the runway yet, but it really felt like they got a spotlight. And I thought it was so, so nice to see an older gay man get a spotlight in order to tell his story. Um, I think the gay community is so hideously ageist the older gay men are often overlooked and sidelined. And so it's so wonderful to see them bonding and, and having a wonderful conversation. Um, Absolutely. I loved what you said about um, how important the, the naked civil servant was for him um, about the uh, Quentin Crisp, obviously the, the witty raconteur and personality and absolute queer icon. Um, I've read the naked civil servant. It's an amazing book. Um, but like to hear his his dad describe Quentin Crisp as a brave man at that time was actually quite progressive. I know what comes next in terms of them calling a doctor to see him and that kind of thing was was really sad to hear about. Having said that, there were aspects of his parents. You've you got to remember the 70s were a very, very different time in the UK. And the fact that they were able to call Quentin Crisp brave and then when Peter after all that rigmarole with the doctor, which was absolutely appalling, um, after Peter was able to have a frank conversation with him about being gay, it sounds like they were accepting. And that's really, really wonderful and very different for that time, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really loving the test. Tom, can we can we just try it on you? Can you just um, put your hands out like this, please? Uh-huh. Oh, you're a gay. Oh. You're a gay. Everyone, Tom's wrist just... As if there was no bone. <laughs> like a squid. 
like there was like no a, bone, like a squid's wrist. It just, it just flopped. Mm. <laughs> it just, it just, it just. Wow. I think uh, another aspect of the conversation that was really important was um, reflections on the AIDS um, crisis in the eighties, um, and and how fortunate we are to live in this time where we have so much better awareness about um, sexual health, and that medicine has advanced to the point where HIV is a condition that people can live with if properly cared for. Um, but, you know, is it so important to remember that Peter and his generation grew up in such a different time and lost so many of their their friends, their partners? Um, and that, that really leaves its mark. But Peter comes across as such a lovely, warm gentleman. And one thing about Michael as well, I love the way that Michael's talking to him with such warmth and interest. And Michael's just that sort of person, I think. I think one of the best things that Michael is doing is giving him yeah, space. That's it. It's absolutely to tell it, yeah. his story. And I think there's an awareness of knowing that you know what, this moment's not about me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, several times we see a lot, of, a lot of the queens. Oh, I I know what that means because this is this. Someone, uh-huh, someone, uh-huh. someone would say something yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. oh, and then they add in their own story. Uh-huh. It's so sometimes it's really really hard to take a step back and just be like, you know what. This is not my moment. Yeah. And this is not, you know, this is the moment that counts. This is the moment that counts. This is the moment that counts. KG again. You really uh, liked, I saw you enjoying the bit about, um, you know, there's a little, there's a, there's a flamboyant gay oh, boy waiting to there come out is, here. There is a, a queer Vogue ballroom <laughs> queen ready to erupt from Peter. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I Definitely. want to see it. Can't wait I to see them on see the runway. I want to come out just, I want it to, I want it to explode like a firework. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Because I really feel like it's in there and I really feel that this is the best place for him to just really be unapologetically flamboyant femininely just outrageously gay even the name Giza Minuli based on his love of Liza Minnelli and he's remembering how he used to lip sync to Liza in his bedroom it's just so adorable um, there it is. I will say, um, you know, uh, the other wonderful volunteers here, um, volunteers, I don't know if they are volunteers, but anyway, the people who work on the hotline, Jamie, Rodrigo, Gemma and Sam, they're all really, really wonderful. But they certainly don't get the plot line, let's say, that Peter has today. But they're all absolutely stunning and wonderful. And I can't wait to see them on the runway. Well, Rodrigo's cracked the code. Okay, Miss Magnolia, <laughs> she, she, Magnolia Crawford, she coming for you, Mama. No, you're thinking of Sasha oh, Bell. Oh, sorry, Sasha Bell. Oh, my God. Sasha oh, my Bell. God. The podcast cancelled. You mixed up Magnolia <laughs> and Sasha Bell, a.k.a. Frisbee Jenkins, who cracked the code. Sasha. We're okay. going to get cancelled. This is the last episode. Tom, you're the only one cancelling me right now, so you better stop it. <laughs> like, you're, you're, stop trying to make it happen. I'm genuinely, like, shocked oh my and God. disappointed. Oh, my God, listeners, cancel him. Look, listen, <laughs> you're, you're trying to cause Guys, a riot here. If you want a different co host, just message me, okay? Message me, okay? We'll I will learn how to do this. We'll make I it will. happen. <laughs> I will learn how to use, what do you call that? A, um, Tom, Tom's gonna, Tom's gonna do an, um, a YouTube apology. I am. <laughs> Hi everyone. Um, um, I just want to apologise about um, on your behalf recent recent events recent that events. came about. I can't take now, pa- back Paolo's words. Rodrigo <laughs> has cracked the code. Yeah, Miss Thing's got a thesis. 
<laughs> on drag. Which is fabulous. And do you know what? I was like, yes, yes, she's yeah. this thing's got a thesis. And then she can't walk in heels. I was like, girl. She can learn. She can learn in 24 hours. She girl. I mean, I, I can tell you right now. Put heels in front of me and I will walk better than any supermodel. This is what Paolo was saying <laughs> during, as we were watching the episode. And I was like, I wish I had one-tenth of your confidence. I just put what, what heels. You choose the heels. I'll tell you right now. I will be swirling There's and twirling. There's some high heels upstairs. You can I will go be afterwards. swirling and twirling. <laughs> I can tell you right now that it is a, it's a piece of piss walking the heels. I don't know what people talk about. And it's just, I don't, know, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. It, it, it can't be that hard. Um, let's, let's put it to the test sometime, shall we? I think um, Zan shared a, a very beautiful but sad story as well. But, you know, the beauty of it was the importance of chosen family because she was so mistreated and abandoned by her own family for her sexuality. Um, so it's wonderful that, um, that she was able to find her chosen family. Yeah, and because she credits, we... credits them with a survival. That's the beautiful thing about being gay is that, you know, we as gay people, we... We get to choose our family. To quote RuPaul. To quote RuPaul. We are your family. Yes. What episode? That was um, the Roxy. That was the Roxy episode. Andrews bus, bus what stop. What an episode. That was the bus stop. You know, Mercedes mm. stagecoach. It was, it was all of that. It was all of that that was <laughs> Mercedes happening. Mercedes stagecoach. It was just great. Yeah. Um. You know, one thing I thought about Tamara Thomas, you know, she's beautiful. She's kind of giving me a little bit of like Carmen Ferreira where... Carmen Ferreira? Yeah. Carmen Carrera? Ferreira. Or Carmen Ferrara. Like, what's happened to you? It's okay, everyone. Like, um, sue me. I've had a bit of wine. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Did, Don't be surprised by did, our title on the, the podcast. Drag Race knowledge part of your brain. God, I'm disappointed. You just keep coming for me. <laughs> you just keep coming. You need, a, you need to calm down. Next Ms. time you Thing. hit pause, you're having a coffee. <laughs> water yes. water me you know like Carmen was just like as long as she's hot it's okay and her makeover season 3 um, her makeover yes, with that beautiful that well, beautiful man and it was a man they were the jocks and frocks I remember they were all sports and she put them in like a two piece in quarter of a day a Michelle Visage redder for filth she's like but Carmen was just like I look hot so, so I don't really see what the problem is yeah yeah and I feel like Tamara's doing that. Like Tamara's like, that wig's not that heavy, girl. You got it. Like I look good in it, so you know you should look good in it too. Because her her model is absolutely beautiful. She's you know, beautiful. She's a gorgeous she woman. Petite. Um, Gemma. It just reminds me of like the Wizard of Oz. You know when the house fell on top of the, that girl, <laughs> that witch. I feel. I really do feel like that's a house on top of her, Mama. <laughs> Tamara was like saying to, her, "It's not too heavy, is it? It's not too heavy." And then she was going, "No, no, I think." I can just about hold it. It's not too heavy then. It's great. It's great. But the other thing I noticed as well, and you know, let's see how we've not seen the finished product, but I did notice that when she was doing Gemma's makeup, she had beautiful makeup. I didn't think it was drag makeup. I don't think she blocked her brows Mm -hmm. and, you know, swooped everything up. She used her natural brow and her natural lid space and stuff. Mm. Uh, so we'll see what kind of reception that gets. Everyone, you heard it here first from MUA. MUA, Dr. Yeah. Thomas Willier. Yeah, yeah, w- yeah. Wilhelmina. Yeah. Wilhelmina Slater. <laughs> Wilhelmina Slater. Over here, just living a bit of No, that's great. I want to see the transformations, and I think we should discuss and see what we think about it. All right, are you ready to get into these makeovers? Certainly am. Here we Wait. go. 
regardless of whatever they call it. Whatever, whatever they call it, mm-hmm. it's always family resemblance. In my, in my opinion, that's kind of what they seem to go for: drag family induction. Yeah, it's the main thing that Rue points out. Yeah, they want them to be inducted into their own drag family. Let's look at Dee Dee and her partner, Dee Dee and BB. BB, but where's Cece? <laughs> and Dee Dee, <laughs> Dee Dee, Cece, and BB. Yeah. Oh gosh. When they have a drag child, that's what it will be. <laughs> so, what do I like about this look? I mean, I think the hair and makeup is pretty fab. Um, and we know that Didi is a talented makeup artist. Um, these are looks. Uh, very 80s, very dynasty, very Nolan Miller. Oh. Right? I mean, yeah, that's sure. What, that's what I think. Um, as far as I can tell, the fit looks nice and stuff. I guess, I, I mean, I, I think Didi's done a really good job here. If I could say anything that was like a minor criticism, I guess it's that um, maybe I didn't feel a big connection between them on the runway. But I think Didi's done a fab job in the transformation here. Um, and um, Cece looks great. Mm, I'm just going to give my unfashioned eye uh-huh. here, everyone. Um, because I speak on behalf of the people, I'm for the people, with the people, and the people. You are the people. And so I will speak, Tom. As much as you try to silence me, I will not. <laughs> There's something about BB's look that seems very, like, it's um, not proportionized correctly. There's something about the top half that looks a bit boxy. Boxy mandrews. And then the, the bottom part of that skirt maybe it's just the angle that i can see here that it doesn't i don't know i think Didi looks good i think the the proportions i think it's a matter of personal taste whether you like this look or not because i think it's going to be really divisive because it is i think it's very of the era you know the, in terms of the hemline where the waist is and the big puff shoulders they're very of that era and you either like it or you don't and it's, I think, you know, either opinion is fine. This is not a look that's to everybody's taste. She's aged. In my opinion, BB looks older. This is true. Like, this much is true. Older. And that's a good point. The makeup job and the hair is very, yeah, very good and absolutely. lovely. But she's, but she's definitely her, aged her. Yeah. yeah aged yeah. her a lot. Yeah. And I'm trying to look at all the looks that I've seen from Dee Dee. And I'm trying to see if this would fit into that, like, you know, that fashion show of costumes and looks that she's brought i kind of think it does because if you cast your mind back to like her entrance look Uh and the club look big puff shoulders you know embellishments that kind of thing i do think she looks like a member of the what does she call the house heavenly bodies Mm, something like that there we go um (laughs) i think cc looks a bit like india farrah cc bb bb sorry uh zizi Uh, everyone for those who don't know there's a modern family modern family um jay jay you know who's with gloria the Mm -hmm. beautiful Mm -hmm. stunning gloria sophia who was performed excellently in the snatch game by um what was her name um mm, drink Mm. oh i love this drink jessica wilde didn't do sophia god i'm all over the show cuckoo It was Cuckoo who did Sofia Vergara. Someone else did her too. Um, No, Roxy was going to do her in All Stars 2, but Fifi convinced her to do Alaska or to try and do Alaska. Good on her. Yeah, good (laughs) on Fifi. Fifi just spitting the truth. Another member of the family, Fifi. 
Fifi. Fifi, Mimi. Fifi, Cici, Mimi. Yeah. Didi. Uh, anyway, um, uh, divisive look, um, but I think technically she's done a good job. Okay, great. Let's move on to Kate Butch um, serving H&M. Um, <laughs> Kate Butch serving comfort. <laughs> By H&M, you mean hair and makeup. Serving <laughs> hair, buddy, face. Well, I think... So, obviously, Kate was given a really pretty pearl to work with here. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying the theme. The theme is fun. They're pink ladies from Greece. Um, but Kate is going for, like, the Danny Zuko hair. Um, the outfits are cute. But what I will say is um, I think the fit is a bit off on um, so on Family. I love the name, by the way. Family Bronte. Really good great synergy with kate butch there i think i think the 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 fit like she looks like she's drowning in it a little bit is that fair to say okay when we're looking at the lineup um they could be showing off her her lovely figure better Mm -hmm. no it's for me it's a bit too pedestrian it's a bit too like i know they're giving they're serving us you know musical but it's giving me you know Amdram, it's giving me amateur mm. theatre mm. and not giving me gay West End at all. Like, there's nothing on there that's very, very, you know, like flamboyantly drag. I mean, maybe that's not what she's going for, but this is RuPaul's Drag Race and it, it literally looks like she's wearing a skirt with a wife beater, with, yeah. Yeah, with, yeah. a, with a lovely, you know, jacket. The jackets are the cutest part of it. Um, but the jackets, I mean, you can see with the way the sleeves are arranged, like it's too big on her, bless her. Um, I will say they look like they're having a lot of fun and they've, oh, cle- yes. they've clearly made a good connection mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. Um, those are really positive aspects. I guess like the transformation is not especially dramatic, but do you know what? I was impressed with the makeup job that Kate did. I think she's transferred her mug very well onto family. Okay, and you know, family looks pretty, and the the hair is good. The hair, uh, this is better, yeah. that better than the uh, family's yeah. family's hair is good. I'm not a big. F- am I a big fan of Kate's quiff here? Do you know what? This is never going to be Kate's forte. Yeah. So the strength that th- she showed here was in the fun and the performance and the connection. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's leave it there. I love Kate, and Kate's strength is in improv it's in comedy so many things you know it's but it's just this is just not the piece of drag that she really invests in but you know what she's gonna learn about all this oh she's gonna gonna get even better at it there it is there it is you know you can learn to do makeup but no one no one can throw a stone wherever (laughs) you are from and do kate butch like kate does you could throw a stone in buxton and just hit kate butch yeah you will hit no other kate butchers (laughs) Uh, next up we have Michael Maruli and Giza Manuli. so I think there's a lot to love about this um, this makeover elements I really liked were their connection on the runway I felt like Michael was really invested in supporting Giza and making sure that she had a good time there's that lovely close up of them holding hands um, it reminded me of, uh, of Raven picking up her makeover partner and taking him to the back at the end. They definitely look like they're in the house of Maruli. The the family resemblance is strong. Um, 
the hair is lovely. The, the hair is, dare I say, a little Divina de Campo, um, but goes beautifully with the with the outfit and the red and black theme. I think Michael has done a good job makeup wise, considering that um, with Peter being a handsome older gentleman, um, he was probably the most challenging canvas to work with. So given that, I think Michael's done a good job. Absolutely. And the transformation is the most dramatic on the stage. Um, Michael has padded Giza beautifully. Um, and the outfits are giving me very kind of like performance show girl. Maybe a little nod to um, kind of Julie Garland, Judy Garland and, and Liza Mary because it's almost like a little bit tuxedo-ish, you know, almost a little with the shoulder pads and stuff. But um, yeah, those are my thoughts. I think overall, really good job. When I try to look at the before and after, he was a tradesman, Dolph, mm. who's walked in here, and she has forced that body mm-hmm. and that structure into a drag queen. Yes. I mean, I don't know how he's feeling, but he looks snatched. Yes. He looks snatched. Yes. That's com- a completely different person mm-hmm. from who we've seen walk into that workroom. So well done, Michael, for that. I think so too. The the tribute um, to those who have you know who were lost through AIDS. I thought that was that was very really, really special. Lovely. Yeah, very special. And yeah, I did appreciate the whole. I mean, she was obviously very aware. That, I mean, he wasn't walking the best, and I don't mm-hmm. know how he felt. And and there was just such a lovely maternal, yeah, ma- maternal love going on, yeah, um, during that runway. And I mean, that's precious. I that saw is a, precious. A lot of thought and care. Not mistake. Precious. Yes, it's very precious. Um, I saw a lot of thought and care going into this uh, makeover, mm. and I, I thought it was lovely to see them on the stage together. Tamara T and G- Giant G Giant G Giant G <laughs> Tamara's brain like it, it, she has a special brain a unique brain and I love her for it so the outfits are, are super cute Chanel, Chanel, you're very Chanel. Chanel um, which is lovely uh, kind of Dare we say slightly off-brand for Tamara? I'm like, this is the week you want to wear clothes when you have this feminine goddess here. You yeah. want to put clothes on there? This is the one week you gotta you got to be like, you know what? Let's give them the full Tamara experience and go out there in the thong. And I think she would have worked it. The looks are sexy, definitely. But, you know, in a conservative way, which surprises me for Tamara. You know, she's doing something... That, like, I mean, not that conservative. That is a short, short skirt. I, I do actually really like the outfits themselves in that they're those lovely Chanel-esque tweed two-pieces. Having said that, I would say that for um, Giant, the, the fit feels a little off. And it is probably reflective of Tamara not... I mean, she brought two outfits and, you know, she's not been able to alter it to flatter her partner i don't think um i think it looks good i think it looks nice okay okay the makeup is very very pretty very pretty indeed but she's a gorgeous woman um i'm not seeing drag in the makeup okay which is what i said earlier when we had the little glimpse i'll tell you what i think that those wigs were a choice the wigs the wigs they're interesting aren't they 
Those wigs were a choice. What what what's she going for? What what's the idea? What's the concept? What's the I, vibe? It's giving me like Tracy Turnblad from Hairspray. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's they're they're a choice. It, you know, it's, it's basically like cousin it. I feel like I've seen Karen from Finance wear something like this. That was a read. <laughs> wow, that that was a read, Mama. And you know, Daphne Guinness, the goddess Daphne Guinness, is sitting up there with showing you how you do it with two tone hair. Um, there's an idea here that I don't know. There's something in the execution that's interesting. She looks cute. They both look. They both look lovely. They both look stunning. I just think, for me, those wigs were a choice. I, I agree with you that they do look really lovely. I guess I'm just not seeing a dramatic transformation. I'm wondering if it's a little off-brand for Tamara. Um, but they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. And they look like they're having a fun time. There it is. Yeah. Now, Ginger Johnson and her partner... Uh, um, <laughs> we've not committed to Sasha memory. Sasha Bell. Sasha Bell. Oh my gosh, I've not even written the name down. I'm so sorry. I've missed her partner's name. Sasha Bell. Sasha Bell. Sasha Bell, because Frisbee Jenkins is not using that name anymore. Um, so I look at them and I do instantly see Harrison Johnson. I think she's done a really good job with Family Resemblance. I think I see a lot of Johnson in the mug as well and in the hair. I think she's done a really fab job there. Um, I think there's just a lot to like about this makeover. What do you think? I think that Ginger looks amazing. Mm -hmm, I think Ginger mm -hmm. looks amazing. I love that the color scheme. I love how very Nickelodeon meets drag the outfit is. It, it's just so flamboyantly the 70s, would you say? It's 60s. 60s. I, well, do you know what? It's probably late 60s because Flair's were more of a kind of late 60s, early 70s Top thing. to toe. The mini dress is very 60s. And she said that is that is a frequent point of reference for Ginger. The the the, the bag, the bag. And I, I think Nick's or her, her partner, I mean, they're definitely from the same family because the clothes match, the hair matches, the makeup's there. Maybe a little bit on the white side, I think. Oh, you do make a point. You do on, make on, a point. On, the, on her makeup. Um, I would have thought that the bag should have gone to Sasha, Sasha Bell, because <laughs> because she's already top to toe covered, and I felt like it would have just given her, given the partner a bit more. You know, she got bare legs. I thought that okay. she could have done with a bit. More. If if someone had to have the accessory, I would have given Give it to her the, the bag, partner. Ginger. God, yeah. what's so, what's in the bag that's so precious that you can't hand it over? Eh? Yeah. Her badges. <laughs> yeah, she's keeping them all in the there. Horcrux. <laughs> the Horcruxes. She's are not giving there. that away, is she? Uh, Stay with me, Nagini. Overall, though, I think really good and one of the better makeovers this evening. Who is the winner and who is going to be in the bottom two? So I've got a hierarchy. I'm not going to tell you what points I've given, but I'm going to give you the order. Okay. Okay. Here we so go. My, everybody is waiting. Here it is. With bated breath. I know. <laughs> I know. So for, for me, the winner is Michael with Ginger close behind. Uh, not much difference in the points. Um, then in the middle, I have um, Didi and Bibi. Uh, I have, then I have Kate and then Tamara. I think I've actually been unfair to Tamara though, on reflection. The more I've looked, then I think actually I've overscored Kate a little. But I think Kate and Tamara are in the bottom two. Okay. 
I think that the winner is between... You know what? No, I, I think the winner should be Michael. A, because I think she did a brilliant transformation. Yeah. I think she had, she had the most difficult canvas, not to say that, you know, n- no disrespect. He's a lovely, handsome but let's man. be honest, let's call it what it is. She had the most difficult canvas. Definitely. It's and okay she, to say that, She transformed yeah. that, um, be, she transformed him into this, you know, this lovely, stunning makeup, snatched. She you know, beat that mug. Boots high. <laughs> the boots were high. They were high. And I think that she did a great job with it. So I think Michael is the winner. Do you know what? Um, we've actually, uh, we've freeze-framed on Kate's jeans here that I actually think the judges are really going to rip into her for. Well, Tom, I was, I wanted to say something, but you were praising her so much. I thought maybe the jeans are I, fashion. I, I've got, I've, I put Kate goggles on sometimes. I'm sorry, you do. I really do. Okay, so can we? Yeah, so in my, as I was going to say, I think that the bottom is going to be Kate, Tamara, or Didi. There is, um, I, I, the, you know, I, I'm not really sold do, on that. Do you know what I'll say about Didi? I think she showed among the best technical skill, but the taste with the outfit is divisive and it just depends if the judge is going to go for it or not. And I know that you appreciated the makeup that Kate did on her girl. I don't. That's okay. <laughs> I love India Farah, so I love what I'm seeing. On Kate. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought we were talking Kate's about um, Didi and Cece. I, I'm, I'm, I wasn't a big fan of the makeup. So... Do you know, I think she's gone for like a drag beat. I will compliment her for that. She, those eyebrows are halfway up her forehead. She's gone for a good drag beat, which I really appreciate. So, so that's where we want to go. I, everyone, I want to, I want to say that I think these gr- these girls do an amazing job. The stories that we we, we get to appreciate from yes. these episodes, I feel, are the most important thing. The makeover is, you know, what it, it's. It's makeup, it's that, it's, it's the show. But I think the true essence of the makeover episode yeah. are the relationships and the stories. And I think that's what I would rather base, you know, this podcast on. And not about, you know, the, not about the physical, not about the things that don't matter, Tom. H- having I'd like said to get that, to know someone. Having said that, we having have judged them on what we say. Yeah. <laughs> having said that, she shit. Her makeup shit. Um, those dreams are shit. She shit. <laughs> Shall we see what they say? <laughs> so, um, first of all, congratulations, congratulations Michael. Michael Maruli. Yay. Clappity clap, clap. Really, really fantastic showcase of not just her skills, but her heart this week, I thought. And her talent. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful bond with Peter and very well deserved. Um, Ginger was safe. Tamara was safe. The judges, they love Tamara. Tamara can do... Tamara can do no wrong. She can Tamara do no wrong. can do no wrong. Gorgeous, charismatic queen who can do no wrong in Rue's eyes. So that makes our bottom two, um, Kate and Dee Dee. Um, can we just discuss what is family resemblance? Is family oh, resemblance to be. wearing the same costume or wearing the same costume in different colours? Because I think that's what they, they mean to mean family resemblance is you have to have a stamp of yourself what? exactly on someone else because I would think that Dee Dee and BB are in the same family. Like we don't, the, we're not twins. We're the not. The thing is about the makeovers, they change the rules every makeover episode to determine who they want to put in the bottom. Usually. I mean, remember what happens to Kota Schiffer? Let's don't just don't get me started. 
what I think of with drag family resemblance is there's a certain element of branding, like whatever makes your look distinctive and makes it you do that. And I don't think it's even about replicating two looks. It's about having two looks that um, complement each other and have the same theme. But are you that they're, they're very much evocative of you as a queen? I just felt so hard to sit back and listen to them say, especially Michelle, saying that, oh, amazing transformation. Amazing, amazing, you know, mm-hmm. makeup, clock, the look clock. I just don't see the family resemblance. Is, is it because she's wearing a different outfit? Is it because... I, I'm like, I think Dee Dee should have been safe it? this episode. Uh, yeah. I really do. I think it was pretty unfair to put in the bottom two. Um, Kate, I, we obviously we adore Kate, but um, this just wasn't her challenge. So they're um, lip syncing to This Hell, which is a song I'm not very familiar with, but I do like. Really, really fun song. What were your thoughts? My thoughts were okay. Come, um, Dee Dee is going into this her third time, is it? Yeah, third time in the bottom. Third yeah. time mm-hmm. in the bottom. I mean, she has been amazing. She sent home two badge holders, and she now has. she's going up against another badge holder. Where again, she's done her third time in the bottom, no badges. First time for Kate, she has a badge. You know, I'm thinking mm, the odds, the are, odds are starting to sense. stack. Yeah. But I just need to say this, Didi, you are bl- you're such a good performer. I fully agree. She's an what, amazing lip syncer. What in the world? And it's not even like she's doing the same things and you're getting bored and bored mm-hmm. of it. She just she's just good. She's she really just good. Knows how to move. Mm. She is confident on stage. Mm-hmm. She you know she and also she has the technical skills behind her and dance that yeah. really do help strengthen her performance she i mean she look she won the lip sync i don't know what they're gonna do because you know it's a third time and all that but if you're asking me who the mm. winner of this lip sync is hands down for me it's Dee. Dee is just she's a she is a lip sync assassin and if she sends home another badge winner she's up there with being one of the best really lip sync assassins I mean, I completely agree with everything that you say. I just think Dee Dee's such a natural. She blends like performance skill with humor so well. I think Kate put up a really good fight, and I actually thought she brought a lot of energy as well. But but Dee Dee did outshine her. So I, it's one of those. The judges will either pick the girl who won the lip sync, or will allow track record to come into it. So should we just see what they decide? Oh look. Congratulations, Dee for another, assassinating another she amazing did queen. Win the lip sync, but I'm heartbroken to see our Kate Butch go home. Kate, Kate is. I mean, I'm waiting for your tour. Hopefully, oh. with Ginger. She, um, yeah, around the UK, they'd be in front row act. seats. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait. This wasn't her challenge, but she is such a star in anything that is comedy, yeah. improv, natural win. Natural I can't comedian. wait to see everyone fantastic. lining up yeah. to to show their love for Kate. Do you know, I, I, I'm really, really sad, but there was just something in my heart that I knew this, this challenge would trip her up. I just knew it. So I'm not that surprised, but I'm really, really sad to see her go. But like you say, what a fantastic queen. Yep. Um, we'll be seeing her. And Tom's been attacking her most of the season. Constantly, but I'm, viciously. I'm glad that I was here to set you straight, Tom. Venomously. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. You need to just calm it right down. I need to have a good think about what okay. it is in me. Because you're giving me very um, Vicky Vivacious cake. energy. Well, we've got a little preview of next <laughs> What seems So it's a roast, and I'm guessing the girls will be in the audience as they were in the season three roast. But it seems like there's a mini reunion. Thank yeah. you. We were like, really wanted this. Yeah, I know that we're only here for the audience, but I, I need to say something. Can I come back? <laughs> and, and no, no, no. I need to come backstage Maybe right she's, now. She's a producer. I can't wait. Like I cannot wait for the TS Medicine reunion. I got, I got something to say now, Mama. Thank you. I'll make my. I, I don't need you to tell me where. I know, I know how to get there. I'm, I'm going. She's here to make it clear. I mean, I can't wait. It just seems like a lot of lovely drama. Mm-hmm. Next week is a roast. I love to laugh. I love. I love dark comedy. Just I can't wait. One of those people wait. loves to laugh, aren't you? Kate must be pissed off. Like, I really, know, really. I know. You want to do the roast now? It would have been win number two for Kate. I would think. Well, you know, there is also Ginger and Michael. And Michael, they're very, so, very funny. Well, it would have been a better episode for her than the It would have been a better episode for I hear you. Her. I hear you. Everyone, join us next week for that. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. See you guys next time. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye.